0: Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. There was a time above, a time before. There were perfect movies, diamond absolutes, but things fall after a bad reception, and what falls is no longer fallen. In the dream, they took us to the R-rated light, a beautiful four-hour cut. It's Zack Snyder's Justice League on Normies Like Us United!
1: Heroes who never come again.
0: They will join you when the sun comes.
2: You heard it up top, folks. Welcome back to Normies Like Us. Whether you're Atlantean, Amazonian, or even a person, we hope you've come together to join us in celebrating a one of a kind, monumental day. That is the release of the Snyder Cut. We're talking about it's here on Normies Like Us, <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League, yes. with your host, um, Colin L. This
1: is Aqua Mike. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> He's back. Uh, uh,
3: Joseon Manmoa. Oh, all right.
0: all right. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Steppen Jacob. You're looking buffer wow, now compared didn't... to the last time I saw
1: you, Steph and Jacob.
0: <laughs> yes, I've got a, a suit that's made of tiny little knives that move. It's great. nice.
1: <laughs> you, so, so scary. And before we get into yeah. I actually have to, to do something real quick here. Um, here we go. Here we go. My saturation should be pulled out. Oh, now. Right. <laughs> we're a little, there you go. Less saturated yeah, 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 yeah. for the. That's the Snyder outdoor.
0: cut of your. Camera That's theme. right,
1: and yeah. so I mean the Snyder cut's a big deal, and um, whether you know you've listened to how many pods with how many hosts, you haven't listened to us, not us United. So
0: we're we're happy that you're <laughs> Ooh, here. <laughs> they said the age of podcasting would never oh, return. Boys. Oh, boy.
2: I am so excited for today. This they say is you can talk like we said, listeners. Is One that of a true? Kind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, the new cut doesn't Who's have that. You're right, you're yeah. right. Yeah. You yeah, can't well, we can't talk leave to
2: much, <laughs> Um, we're talking Zack Snyder, you know, welcome to Normie's like us. We we do the deep dive, we do the pop culture breakdown, we we talk about the niche to the normie. There's nothing more normie than Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, a movie that has been a cut for the people, right? Something made for people like us, the fans. Uh, it's a celebration day. I know we're all in a mood to celebrate, but let's let's get that history up top. It's kind of a Zack Snyder Legends episode, right? We do those Legends episodes occasionally. Um, I want to know your guys' history with Zack Snyder movies, but let alone with his DC Universe too. Jacob, have you watched all the blah, blah, blahs? Have you seen the original Justice well, League cut?
0: Yes, I have seen the original Justice League and I've seen most of the DC movies. I watched, um, leading up to this, I watched Batman vs. Superman, the Ultimate Edition. I'd seen the other edition in theaters. And then I even watched Aquaman this weekend, which I hadn't seen yet. And I was going to watch Hell Shazam, yeah. but I, it wasn't on uh, HBO Max. So uh, now Shazam is the only DC EU movie that I have not seen. But. Wow. Um, You know, I've been a a Zack Snyder skeptic before. I've been a Snyder cut skeptic, but you know what? I may have become a believer. I may have (laughs) done a whole 180 on my Zack Snyder opinion. This is
2: a movie about faith, my friend. I'm very happy to hear that. (laughs) Joe, that's right. A Batman (laughs) stan, you know, what, what is your experience with this universe? Um,
3: Yeah. The director, like I love his uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. I've seen 300 like all of those, those kind of movies I was a fan of but they all kind of have that like jock rock aesthetic uh and bringing that to the DCEU I was not a fan of Man of Steel at all did not like what they were doing with that universe I remember the first time we got the announcement that the sequel to Man of Steel was going to be Batman versus Superman and we had all of the pictures and surprise Wonder Woman here's too uh remember feeling insane when I saw that movie for the first time. Like Jacob, I've watched the uh, Ultimate Edition in quarantine as well. I've seen all the other DCEU movies, and I was—I started the uh, Ultimate Edition of BVS right before I watched uh, the Snyder Cut and was like, you know, I, I'll give it a little refresher. I'll remind myself of what this is like I got 15 minutes in and was like, yeah, I know what it's like, and then just turned on the Snyder Cut. Oh, not it. what um, I expected. So I've seen the uh, the original cut before, but I have now seen the Snyder Cut more times than I've seen the theatrical cut.
1: Damn.
0: What? Dang. You've seen it twice? or I watched the Snyder mean? Cut twice for, for this oh, wow. episode. wow. Impossible. Where do you find the time? That's like eight hours of <laughs> it <was a> full <laughs> continuous work, eh? watching. Yes.
1: That's impressive. Oh, I
0: also want to say that... Um, F- with Pat Zack Snyder movies like I'm a fan of 300 but I was not really a fan of Man of Steel or Batman v Superman the original cut or like the ultimate edition is like a little better but I'm still not a huge fan of it so I just wanted to say that right
1: too. well for me uh on the DC side I've kind of famously on this podcast only seen non-Zack Snyder DC movies I didn't see Batman v Superman wow. no Man of Steel but I had seen Shazam, Aquaman, the Wonder Woman movies, Wonder so Woman. I pretty much avoided the Zack Snyder stuff, except for the Wild. Justice League. I haven't even seen the Whedon cut, um, uh, but wow. I was a fan of Zack Snyder's. You know, like Joe said, his Dawn of the Dead remake, I, I enjoyed, and I liked 300. But um, Watchmen, Watchmen was decent, yeah. But I think Sucker Punch is terrible, and <laughs> yes, that's when I gave up on Zack Snyder. But like Jacob kind of said, after watching this, I'm like, you know, it was all right. So we'll, we'll get into it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm wow. turning a corner on him. Yeah. I won't admit it yet. You'll have to listen to the episode. Ah,
0: uh, some interesting teasers in here, boys. I want to say just, um, you know, I like I've been a skeptic for a long time. So um, <laughs> I just want to say uh, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I don't want to overhype it, but I do I did like it. You and don't like it that the, the original cut.
1: Out. Right. Well, Colin, how about you yeah. though? You set this up. I mean, how do you feel about the whole Zach? Yeah, you know, I saw Man
2: of Steel with Joe. Zach
1: attack. I saw Man of Steel with Joe. Um,
2: we saw it with your brother. Shout out to Phil, who was like a big Superman fan. I'm not necessarily the biggest, although I've kind of come around to him. And I just remember his reaction to all that being like, ah. I mean, I liked how it looked, but that guy didn't really act like Superman. And that kind of set up the groundwork for the whole world, right? Of like just the discourse of Zack doesn't understand Superman. You know, he doesn't understand these characters. I'm somebody, you know, I don't love 300. I don't love Watchmen. Sin City to me feels like a movie he directed to. Like sometimes <laughs> I'll forget that, but uh, I don't know. I, it's just, is. I, I made the comment in our watch there's styles uh, over the substance. You know, that's that's kind of what he is. I compared him to Tim Burton. You know, I grew up with Tim Burton's Batman. To me, that's something for sad boys, you know, and this is something for gym rats. And I'm glad they're getting their own thing, but it's, it's not my thing.
3: It, it, well, it think- really feels like the equivalent of like the nondescript rock that is blasting in like a high school uh, <laughs> locker room wow. while they're like sure. working out in the football. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like the save a horse sure. ride a cowboy of movies. It's white zombie. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's Rob zombie. It's uh, Dragula.
3: Well, the thing
0: is, I think there's two ways to rate this movie. So like, is it a good movie or versus is it a better movie than the theatrical cut of justice league? Which I think most people would, at this point would agree that, yes, it is, right? But is it a good movie sure. or is it just like a better movie than the first cut?
1: Yeah, um, those are the questions you know. I think, yeah, we're going to be diving into. I think that's a good way to put it, yeah, because you have to kind of take it on its own terms, but it's also yeah. being compared to the previous theatrical version. And I think so. Like that's where it's at.
0: Right. So, for someone like you who hasn't seen the original cut, your perspective is going to be totally different than I can't the wait. other three of us. Exactly. Uh, yes, yeah, so who have something to compare it against.
1: It's almost like we're each coming at this with our own unique perspective, but coming together for a common goal as some type of league yeah. of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you could say we're forming like a unity. Hours.
0: Yeah, this is going to be the long cut Yeah, there's going to be a lot of build up first got to go into all of our origin stories We'll And get then there. eventually we'll meet up
1: Well, let's start those origin stories right now Maybe uh, right after this we'll talk kind of the origins of the Snyder Cut And where it came from And then we can just dive right in uh, Coming up next on Normies Like Us
2: Zack Snyder's Justice League on Normies Like Us A little bit of history Uh, We mentioned his films up top Zack Snyder, a very versatile director Great at adapting things He had just come off of Watchmen Warner Brothers and Legendary The studios that were putting those together Need somebody to do a Superman film Okay. The people who are the descendants of the writers of Superman Do these lawsuits every once in a while Believe it or not Most decisions in Hollywood's basically come down to licensing agreements and like contract disputes. And every two years they have to make stuff, right? So they have to make a Superman movie. Christopher Mm -hmm. Nolan, who had just come off the extremely popular Batman franchise, recommends Zack saying he knows how to make a movie of this scale. Zack is inspired by Christopher Nolan's take on a grounded Batman. And he says, I want to do a grounded Superman. If you guys recall, Man of Steel is a very weird movie. It's shot non-linearly. The story takes place with jumps, cuts, back and forth throughout time. The reception to it is very bad, let alone with the stuff of story disputes of should Superman kill, things like that. Not mm-hmm. a big deal. Warner Brothers doubles down. They see the success of the Marvel Universe. And they say, well, come on, we need to get something like that going. It's worth billions of dollars, the Avengers. We can get that going ourselves. Zack Snyder, inspired by all this, probably with a mixture of pressure as well, says, then let me helm all of it. Let me inject the rest of the DC universe into my Superman universe and expand things out. He comes up with BVS, Batman vs Superman, him and Academy Award writer Chris Terrio from Argo. Um, And it's Dawn of Justice. I mean, that's what it is. The attempt Mm -hmm. of it is to jumpstart and put together an entire DC universe It introduces Wonder Woman introduces batman it has a million cut scenes with a bunch of other characters that will come up in a minute
1: they kind of from there plant seeds right in that one plants the seeds i've seen those kind of those little scenes but continue
2: from there the reception is terrible people do not like batman vs superman it's amazing that you can say that to a film that grossed 800 million dollars but it's not a success That comes about because the last time Batman was in a movie in the Christopher Nolan films, it made over a billion dollars. They came to an expectation of that, right? So -hmm. instead, again, they get a little weary, but they decide to move forward. Let's take what you've set up and do a Justice League film. 2017 in May, the pressure of all of it mixed with a loss in the family for Zack Snyder. Results in him personally stepping away. He has taken full credit and ownership of that. He was not fired. He did step away from the situation, and during
0: post-production. Right? During post-production, they pretty much finished shooting at that point. I think.
2: Two weeks mm-hmm. of uh, reshoots were in the contracts of all the stars. They had not gone forward with that yet, but they were deep into post-production to figure out what they wanted to do with the movie. There were studio mandates. It should be two hours. It should be lighter. It should be fun. Zack Snyder had put up the entire charade of inviting bloggers to the set to show them what a lighter, more fun and interesting movie it was. It's casual. Aquaman wears (laughs) jeans. That (laughs) quote was thrown (laughs) out a million times, Joe. Bloggers came Uh, back and said, it's casual. Aquaman wears jeans. Very strange. They were shown the Gordon rooftop scene, right? Doesn't work out. Joss Whedon, meanwhile, is on the lot doing pitches. After the success he's had in the Marvel universe, They take him into the fold to do a Batgirl movie. He is around when it seems like Zack Snyder's falling apart and away from this project. And they, whether or not he jumps on or a studio motivates him to or what, jumps in and takes over, helming the end of this product. Which does include using the reshoots that were promised that the actors had to come back for and delivering a two-hour cut as they had mandated as well. Now, again, that comes out in 2017. Massive failure. Warner Brother president Kevin Sujihara has uh, been let go of the company now, but it's sort of believed that he pushed this movie forward for bonuses for the board of Warner Brothers. And, uh, you know, that's the end of the story. We we never got to see Zack Snyder's
0: Justice League, right, guys? <laughs> and that movie is. doing so badly kind of killed the DCEU, other it than did. they're just going to like. Going forward, they just kept what worked, like Wonder Woman, and made solo movies. But so far, they haven't done like a lot of connected universe stuff no. since then, or they don't have plans to. You know, the Joker is away nowhere
1: near any bit. of this stuff. You know, the Walking Phoenix version—it's <laughs> just right. Taxi Driver, which is fine. Um, and of
0: course, they're going ahead with a new Batman, Robert Pattinson. Batman. Totally. Pattinson.
2: Things are looking grim, and yet, still in the wake of that, a Twitter account is started hashtag release the Snyder cut. They then put that hashtag out and say, no matter what, we should rally behind this cause that Zach has a different cut of his movie. We believe it was taken away from him. Let's get that cut released. And it took four years.
1: Mm-hmm. But and a pandemic. last
2: May 2020, almost three years after they had moved on from Zach. They said they were giving him 75 million plus dollars to finish his cut of the film under whatever guidelines he wants. And he released a four-hour epic and a four-three-one aspect ratio that he calls Zack Snyder's Justice League, and we watched it today, folks.
1: Right? That's right. Oh, man. Wow. We've I mean, watched it over a couple days I didn't watch me. it today. It yeah. was a... <laughs> I did not
2: watch it today. And I will probably not watch it again, Joe. But here we are, you know, and mm-hmm. we're talking not even first thoughts, but just the, the reaction to that whole world. You know, it's not the Marvel thing. That's what people bring up so much. It's not connected. It's not these things. Zach clearly had a plan. You know, just, just reactions to that. How do you guys feel seeing the continuation of other things you've seen? Mike, you know. Again, not somebody who is so versed in this movie. How does it stand?
1: Well, you know, being unfamiliar kind of with the previous movies aside from the memes or, you know, a couple scenes you see here and there. Like, I, I knew Superman had died in Batman versus Superman. I knew about Martha and, and all that stuff. Martha. So having the movie kind of open with Superman's death and kind of catch you up, that makes sense. But then the amount of time that they can spend on the characters' backstories and setting up motivations, I think with a four-hour cut does work for me as someone who wasn't all that familiar and generally is not that familiar with DC. So as a four-hour cut, I mean, it's telling a competent story and having not seen the Whedon one, I hear it's a little convoluted and motivations get lost. So I think at least it's telling a coherent story to where it's succeeding at what it's trying to do. Do I like his style all the time? I don't know, (laughs) but I think this movie definitely succeeds at what it's trying to accomplish, right? You said all that way too fast. Try that again in
2: slow motion for me, buddy.
1: <laughs> you're right.
0: You're right. <laughs> no, I agree with you, Mike. Um, but having having watched Batman v Superman, the ultimate edition, the day before I watched this movie, mm-hmm. I'm still not a fan of that movie. The ultimate edition is better than the theatrical cut uh, because it's le- it's more coherent. Like uh, I think a lot of problems with these movies is the studio actually just cutting things out for time mainly and then... It's like, you know, it makes the movie hard to follow. And so it's like, you know, I would rather have it be as long as it needs to be to actually be a good story. Um, but I did feel like Batman v Superman led into this movie pretty well, actually, better than even the theatrical cut where it's like there's certain things that I could tell you setting up that ended up happening in this movie. So I, I liked it, even though that movie I'm not a fan of as much because it makes it makes Batman look like a chump, basically, for most of the movie. He gets tricked by Lex Luthor. Um, but there you go. They feel it like they're authored though. What's that? They feel like they're authored. It's not
2: just that. Yeah, like it feels like it's journeyman directors like Marvel. It's like, that's a Zack Snyder movie.
0: Right. And you could say Zack Snyder is an auteur. You know, he's not, you may not agree with his style or his themes, but, um, he's definitely has like a singular vision. So yeah. <laughs> he's got something to <laughs> say. It's like, like say Jesus
3: him. in slow-mo <laughs> and, like that, that right. is, that counts. Uh, My thing is, like, I wouldn't – I don't think the Snyder Cut should be called a movie. It's not a movie. Sure. Mm. Like, it's not. And all of the motivations that are there, like, aren't really necessary either. Like, you don't need half of the scenes in this movie. This movie could be 45 minutes long. Like, it is – I wouldn't um, say that. Su- su- Superman dead, Batman sad. Get heroes together. Big bad monster
0: come. Fight big it's bad monster. Story, big bad monster Joe.
3: done. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like,
0: I think. I think um, you know. Four hours is definitely too long, but I feel like they're a perfect. Cut A perfect uh, synthesis would be a three-hour cut, and I think there could be a really good three-hour cut of a movie
3: here. No, I like, I like that it's four hours long, and I enjoyed myself. <laughs> I just wouldn't call it a movie. I think this is the beginning of something else, where it's like, yeah. if I paid for this and sat in a movie theater, I would have hated it. But the idea that this is like a restructuring of something that you knew... I mean, it'd be like if right now a George Clooney Batman movie came out and uh, Chris O'Donnell came give back it to me. and it was like, you know, six hours long of like Robin in college and like trying to get a loan application is like half the movie for some reason. <laughs> like there's, yeah. there's a great like Wonder Woman short film in the middle of the Snyder Cut that doesn't need to be there, but I'm glad it was because sitting on my couch... Watching this four-hour-long project, I was like, oh, cool, a little Wonder Woman movie in the middle of this. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's something else. I feel like this is the birth of, like, it's not a miniseries, but it's not a movie. Like, it's I a really mega-series. Like it but
0: I don't think it's going to start a trend or anything. I think I feel like it's more of a one-off. This is just a se- special occasion. I don't think that studios are going to start doing things like this a lot or anything like that. Well, here's,
1: here's what I'm thinking, because... First of all, the hashtag release of Snyder Cut fans, they're playing Spider-Man 2's Vindicated right now as loud as they can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this thing, exactly like Joe said, it's not a movie. You would not have gotten a four hour and 12 minute cut into a movie theater. I don't care if Zack Snyder stayed on the whole time, right? Tons of this would have been chopped out. But quickly, the point I want to make is TV and Film, the line has been getting blurred, especially with streaming. You know, without a pandemic, do we get this? This is like a weird, is it a miniseries? Is it a movie? It has chapters. It could mark the trend of this style of like four, five, six hour epics presented with yeah. chapters. It's where we're a mega a line series. Or, it's not a, a series. Yeah. It's a mega
2: series.
3: <laughs> if the book of Boba Fett was released all at once and it was five hours long or, or three mm-hmm. and a half, forty, 40, you know, 345 or something like that. That, like, I don't know. I'm here for that type of content. Like, I really enjoyed the Snyder Cup because there wasn't a pressure to, like, sit in a movie theater and watch something that was like, oh, some of this is god awful. Like, I was right. at home and I could be like, oh, my God, the needle just dropped on another fucking like Nick Cave song. Let's right. fucking do this. Like, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's
1: big well, without the loading screens. You know what I mean? Ah. Yeah. My
0: there's argument like is that there's six music videos in there. <laughs> that
1: yeah, would right? happen in a movie theater. So, Jacob, yeah. let's get your take on that one I I here. Colin's uh, perspective. Yeah, I
0: guess my argument is just that it didn't need to be four hours. You know, it's it's overindulgent. It's too long, sure. But I feel like the theatrical cut being exactly two hours, basically, and they had a mandate not to go over two hours. That's too short for this kind of movie. So, the perfect middle ground would have been maybe like a two and a half to three hour movie. Uh, that could have worked in theaters, but I also don't think this is the version that he planned to tell from the beginning. Like the, he says, like oh, this is the Snyder cut. No, no, they shot a bunch of new stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, he added on a bunch of stuff. So it's never we're never going to see what he originally envisioned.
2: Now the number two fourteen is very important to the Snyder cult. Two hours and or two hundred and fourteen minutes was the original cut length of the first set of Justice League he had put together. That is the Snyder Cut of the original release, The Snyder Cut. This, and my whole take on it, because I unfortunately cannot separate myself from the man, is bad because it's two things to him. He says it is a gift to his daughter, Autumn. That it is this big send-off to her and that he loves her so much. And that this this is... a culmination or a statement of that love for him. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I love that. But in some quotes I have here, he also talks about how it's a fuck you statement against the people who took this away from him. It's kind of a revenge movie. He made it out of sort of a mixture of grief and just, I think anger. And it can't be both those things. It, It just the same way that it can't be a miniseries or a movie. It's it's, it's an Atlantean. It's neither a boy of the sea or of the land. It, it just, it's an amalgamation of both. And it, it dies because right. of that.
1: There's, there's stories that he didn't even watch the Whedon cut that like his wife and a friend went and told him like, you should never watch that. And I don't know if that's true, th- but that's kind of what I've heard. It's That friend was Christopher yeah, Nolan. I don't
0: believe that because I that's feel like right. he probably didn't watch it at the time, but I feel like he did go and rewatch it. Or he watched it probably for the day. first time. Yeah, just to see. Because I feel like this movie almost takes out a lot of the the dumbest things that were in the theatrical cut that were probably Whedon editions. All of them are gone. So I feel like he went through and marked every change that he wanted to make. Um, but he probably didn't watch it when it was in theaters. I also think the interesting thing is, you know, the two people at the center of the whole thing, Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon, back in 2017... The kind of consensus was, you know, Joss Whedon is going to come in and fix this movie or whatever. Now there's been a whole role reversal where Joss Whedon is like completely the villain, right? Also, you know, having to do with other things that he's in the news for. So. Just a complete villain. Right, and yeah. Zack Snyder has been redeemed as the good guy, I guess.
1: Yeah. And the fact that some of the scenes that were cut is when the flash falls on top of <laughs> Wonder Woman and Aquaman is just right. talking about how hot she is. Who, who could have and put was, in jokes oh, like the that? Zoopers.
2: But yeah. Jacob yeah. sent me some <laughs> no. stuff
1: off that was like, you know, just
2: the reshoots Joss Whedon chose to do would be sometimes the same scene, different line readings or just different right. attempts or swings at bats of the lines where you just go. Joss, your whole point should have been to get to that mandate of the shorter time. Mind the gold in here, because I think there is gold in this movie, but I think it is a fucking rocky ore that where that gold is hard to get out of it, dude.
0: Right. But like some of the scenes where they just change, it's still the same scene, but they change minor lines or minor things about them. And it almost seems like Zack Snyder purposely went through and changed anything that Joss Whedon had, like, connection to. There is Um,
3: nothing in the cut that Zack did not shoot himself. Totally. That's another, like, real proud
0: moment that he would throw in there. Right. Like, none of that stuff was used. Yeah. Yeah, and and even thinking about, like, uh, the Wonder Woman bank heist scene, right? There's certain lines in there that... That were changed like in the theatrical version yes there's the ancient lamentations So anytime you item. say her ancient name i just
2: feel powered to do it <laughs> yeah yeah <That laughs> in the, everywhere.
0: In the, Yeah, in the theatrical cut so when she's talking to the the head terrorist guy he says i don't believe it what are you and she says a believer uh whereas in the new cut it's just I don't believe it. And she says, believe it. Like that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> that makes sense. The first one, it's like, what, are, what does that mean? Why so, reshoot that? You know, yeah. It, it made it worse. So, um, I think a lot of things are just restored from the original that I like.
1: Yeah. And I, I my last thoughts on kind of the general whole setup before we get into maybe spoilers, because we are going to be talking spoilers for a movie Total. that already came out in 2017, but <laughs> now it's a, a different four-year-old movie. movie. Yeah. Four year old movie. That's also four days old. Um, it's the kind of thing where it does feel long, like Jacob said. And I think we all kind of can agree it's long and it's a little boring. Joe's giving me the big look like, yes I agree. A little long. It's fucking but four hours. Dog. This is to me, especially with the epilogue, Zack Schneider saying, here's everything. Just here's fucking everything. Yeah. All my it's ideas. All I'm not doing it anymore. Just here's everything. Right. Deleted. Scenes, he knows this whatever. is the last. Mm-hmm.
0: The last he's thing he's been told.
3: It's yeah, the re- so, it's the return of the king ending where the movie ends five times. You know what I yeah, mean? Like that. Yeah, yeah. It's so here's a
0: crazy years. epilogue scene that we'll never see a resolution to. Here's right. you know, so, Lex so Luther and and uh Deathstroke coming together having set up to, to the player, sequel yes. which doesn't matter at all anymore. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, it's
1: it's a you know, you can only wish, you know, what could have happened. So uh, before Red we that do spoilers, stone, baby. yeah. Anything else about the general Snyder Cup before we just go go wild on this thing?
3: I was surprised at the amount of jokes that are still in there. It's funny. Like, this movie still has humor to it, and I think that was something where like everyone assumed that when Joss came in, he was like punching up the humor. And I think, like, now looking at it, like, the humor is still there. Like, the I'm rich, right. like, oh, I'm Barry Allen, and I, like, Rick and Morty and do improv every Saturday. Like, like, yeah, like, those are still there, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I, would I don't still- know. I feel like Zach deserves some credit for, like, no, this dude doesn't just frown all the time. He was trying to have fun here, and I think he deserves that credit.
0: Right. No, I think there is humor here. I just think they took out some of the most egregious jokes from – the theatrical version that were like the lamest that like I didn't think were funny. And they left some of the more funnier stuff.
1: I missed the brunch. Brunch.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, yeah. So I just, you know, Joss Whedon did come in and and it almost tried to, you know, replicate Marvel and do like the, you know, quips all the time, which is it works for Marvel, but not everyone has to do the same thing. Right. And like you said, there is jokes in here. It's just not as sure a steady of a stream of them. So it's just a different style, I think. I want to
2: say one last difference from the Joss cut, Mike, that you will never have to tolerate if you don't watch this thing. And that is Mm -hmm. Mustache Gate. Now, Henry Cavill had a mustache because he was doing Mission Impossible Fallout all the time. He put that in what's called first position, which when you're in the entertainment industry means you put that job above all else. Tom Cruise hurt himself. They had time to do reshoots for Justice League. And he said, I cannot shave this mustache because I am in first position. I think position. they even said
0: that the studio of Mission Impossible like, refused to let him even. Paramount and said, you are not doing that.
2: Him. You are not shaving. it. Mean, you yeah. wouldn't have time for our reshoots. You got to come back once Tom's ankle heals. Mike, Justice League 2017, despite that, has... So much additional Superman footage, close ups, an intro scene where people talk about podcasts. Shout out to the medium we're doing right now, uh, where you see a Frankenstein (laughs) Superman. And I I love not having that in this, despite the fact that
3: I wish it had more. Like it's just like flesh over where the mustache would be. Looks like a (laughs) Lily Lily. No upper lip. And he's like,
1: I've seen I, it's very it's, awkward right that whole mustache yeah. gate went around yeah I, it looks worse than the graphics for the Witcher which is a uh, show that Henry Cavill was also in that's, that's the best right. i can do
2: We're wheeling and dealing, talking spoilers on Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're going to be talking about every part of it. I want to throw out to you guys, a movie is only as strong as its villain. We've got Steppenwolf, the new god, in this bad boy. And before we get reactions of whether or not he's better, whether or not he's worse, Mike, a totally clean take. What do Mm -hmm. you think of Steppenwolf?
1: I I liked him, actually, like having not, you know, any experience besides the AMD, you know, GTX on meme, you know, when his armor is way crazier. (laughs) Oh, sure, yeah. Um, But I think he's a cool villain. I mean, we see that he kind of fell out of grace. He has a motivation where he's trying to get on the good side. And even when he does something good. Homie, I think Dasad is like you still owe him fifty thousand worlds, and he has this look <laughs> yeah. on his face like, "Fuck, man, like I'm trying," <laughs> and you kind of feel <laughs> right. bad for him. Like He's got like he's, big, like,
3: like Pixar fish eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <He's> like, <laughs> he's a sad little. boy.
1: He's kind of yeah. sympathetic, and he he feels powerful. Like when he shrugs the arrows off, I like Steppenwolf. I think uh, Damn. he's pretty compelling.
2: Jacob, you said oh. the living armor earlier. Is that your fucking favorite part? Yes.
0: I thought it was cool. And I just want to say that, like, so having seen the actual cut... looks real good. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, first of all, okay, I just want to give some context about myself, because I think I said mm. this on here before, but growing up, I was always more of a DC fan than mm-hmm. a Marvel fan, right? Uh, you know, I'm not a comics guy, but I've been a fan of various DC animated shows for a long time, like, you know, obviously Batman animated series... And then Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and then even going into like Young Justice, and you know, not to mention all the DC animated movies and, and that sort of thing. So I'm I'm really more in tune with the DC lore, uh, and so having Dark Side in this, right, Apocalypse, decide all that stuff, like to see that in a movie was actually really cool. Because what you got to understand about the theatrical version is it was just Steppenwolf. And he also didn't have the character that he has in this, where he has no. this motivations. He was kind of just a generic. He was basically Dark Side, but he had no motivations for why he was doing anything. Um, so for me, having the whole expanded mythos of Apocalypse, having Steppenwolf be just basically lieutenant to Dark Side, not the biggest bad, um, I thought it worked really well, and I was totally psyched to like see all that stuff. What about you guys?
1: Yeah, Joe, I think it's think? really,
3: I think it's really interesting that the villain succeeds at being a good villain. I do think that was one of the biggest improvements was Steppenwolf actually having motivation. Totally. Um, but like you said, he's not the big bad. The big bad just stands on the other side of a portal, the whole movie, and like <laughs> right. only has one action scene Grr. in a flashback. And I, I, it's really interesting that they made that work well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, like, he's basically get-
0: Thanos be- in the Marvel movies before infinity war, you know, he's just kind of, they're teasing and they're teasing him. So, If there was a Justice League 2, Darkseid would probably be the main villain, right? But we still got
3: to see, like, the Omega Beams and things like that. So I I, I was really happy with all of the delivery. I mean, the way I really think about the Snyder Cut, Jacob, since he mentioned it, the DC animated movies are, everyone is kind of like a slightly different take on almost the same story. Like, almost all of them are about the beginning of the Justice League and Cyborg always has big features in these movies. It just felt like another version of that. It felt like a big budget version of that where I watch it and I'm like, yeah, I'm not crazy about the way they did X, Y, and Z, but this is cool. Like, totally. Watching but that's, it in that context, I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, I've kind of always wanted to see that in a live action movie, being a DC fan. And like seeing the Omega Beams in action and then seeing like even you know talk about the anti-life equation, all oh that new God, God stuff like, would have been so cool to go into more in like Justice League 2.
1: Yeah, that, that nightmare sequence, right? Where you see um, them losing, basically. Uh, right. Colin, what do you think about Steppenwolf? I mean, being more familiar than everyone you let's rounded it out. I'm totally and, with and these Dark guys. Side, for that matter.
2: Well, you, you got to say better than the original. It did not hit me until the end of the film where I was like,
1: oh, this
2: is what happened with 27 Justice League. That Steppenwolf is Desaad's head on Darkseid's body with Steppenwolf's weapon right that's kind of the amalgamation that they make
1: yeah and he looks like a weird Aaron eckhart for some reason to me when i look at the screenshots in a big helmet anyway yeah davy jones from the
2: pirates movies you know that that weird living
0: crab head face yeah i i don't know. yeah it didn't look good at all it looked terrible i think it's a the look is a huge improvement too
2: and in this yeah, i love his big doe eyes he's he's a, he's a sweetheart he like a he's like a sad yeah. guy i think jacob's into it because it's Seren hines from game of thrones shot by That's fabian right. wagner the game wall. of thrones wonder woman bad guy game of thrones i think the, the game even, of thrones yeah, touch Bruce Bolton,
0: here. yeah. um <laughs> but yeah like even the the so the 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 mythos stuff that Wonder Woman is explaining when Darkseid comes to Earth the first time—that was oh, the an abbreviated. For the yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there's there's an abbreviated version of that in the theatrical cut but it's just steppenwolf instead yes. of Darkseid. so for this they replaced him with Darkseid, which made a lot more sense well and jacob um,
2: the the thing you don't realize is you know that it's a zack snyder movie because uh Darkseid isn't wearing a shirt in that scene and neither is steppenwolf later so even the bad guys <laughs> in zack snyder movies that are aliens <laughs> yeah. could <can> still take <laughs> their shirts musties. off and be
1: yoked <laughs> <laughs> I optional. like when his
0: armor comes down, and you can see that what I thought, you know, was like a cool helmet was actually just horns. He's a little part soft, Bobby. Yeah, you just uh,
2: the,
3: like, the yeah. weirdest yeah. part about that is when uh, spoiler alert, Dark Side steps on his head at the end, like <laughs> after he's been beheaded, and one of yes. the horns it just like cracks off, real <laughs> awkwardly.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know. He's really so scarier the than they well, do him Superman so dirty.
2: shoots the other horn off with his eyes, and then Aquaman yeah. stabs him, and then Wonder Woman kills him. Wonder I mean, Wonder these guys kill. Him.
1: <laughs> which, yeah. in, in the 2017 version, you know, I was looking at comparisons, doesn't he just get his weapon broken and then attacked by his own parademons, which is way less cool? Totally. Yeah, and um, he
0: kind of just, I think, escapes at the end or something and goes back to.
1: But this, yeah, you feel kind of bad because he's, you know, you don't want him to take over the world but it's like you can tell that he wants to get in the good graces and then dark side just like well you fucked up time to step on your head and we're gonna yeah. do this the old-fashioned right. way he and just wants to impress it, his nephew i also <laughs> felt right. like it
0: was kind of a, a a nod to marvel and like a like almost like a subtweet of them saying like oh you know wonder woman went for the head you know she didn't miss like you know oh, fucking sure. Thor did uh, against thanos so they're like yeah he went for the head Um, So I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know if that's
1: more of a better Ronin. A better version of Ronin. Batman Um, puts a
2: gun to an alien's head and
1: blows its brains out at one point when it's shooting a gun at Barry Allen. (laughs) Yeah, 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 it's true. It is a little darker, obviously, with Zack Snyder. We got
0: F bombs now how um, many times I wonder woman just murdering people how many
3: times in this movie does someone get thrown like against a wall and then there's just <laughs> a big like blood splatter behind yeah. where their head obviously exploded but then they just continue the scene like normal oh, exactly i'm a big
0: fan of
1: people getting thrown against walls yeah. that's why i love the uh, cut
0: yeah i love the wonder woman bank heist uh you know that's all in the theatrical cut, but there's no, like, you don't see her killing anyone. This one is just like, yeah, she's just <laughs> murdering <laughs> these people. <laughs> and then it blows up the end guy with her um, gauntlets in the end, which she, is She's hilarious. trying to stop a bomb and, and like, blows up the bank anyway. <laughs> yeah, you can be <laughs> yeah. whatever
2: you want to be, princess.
3: I, <laughs> I just found that, Joe.
0: Can I be a Human? Yeah. The heavy-handedness,
2: super? you do kind of have to yell at them. You know, Marvel does it with the she's got help, you know, the girl power sequence that gets made fun of a lot. Look at the boys. But this one, I mean, Steppenwolf says, you know, I dibs on her. I'm going to kill her. You know, I'm going to own her. And she says, no one owns me <laughs> or just stuff like that. It's like, yeah. come on, Wonder Woman. No, I like, Woman. That, oh, I no, I like the, Wonder uh, Woman
0: better in this movie than in, in Wonder Woman 1984. No way. I love the, uh,
3: the Amazons, like, you know, breathe in their fear. <laughs> Show him your fear. We like, have it, is, fear. it is have like, fear. Like, like this is what you would watch like when you're in high school and you're suiting up for the big game and you're just, like, getting super stoked. Like,
1: oh. it, that is the, it's <laughs> no, the visual. That's a great take. <laughs>
3: I don't what care how many demons and how many hills. He's never fought this demon What's in What's your target hill. audience, Zach? That's what
1: Stone
0: watched before he went out to that football game. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. he was listening to this. That was- <laughs> I like that they're all about teamwork, and they're pumping each other up. They're doing combo attacks and stuff, which is uh, cool. Yes. Yeah. That's what the Justice League should be doing. Like, They should be working together. There is like oh, a yeah.
3: really close ripoff to the uh, Age of Ultron slow-mo. The whole team united for oh, one yeah, they second. Oh, Yeah. I don't know. I'm here They're for like, it. Like, I want, I want to. I want to complain about uh, some things as a Batman stand, though. Mm, Every hero mm. gets their independent moment to like shine in like a little one shot inside this movie. Um, you have Flash meeting Iris, doing the meet cute, doing this, the rescue scene, so you can see how his powers work. You have mm. Cyborg doing the cool like in the internet, you know, giving that lady all the money. Money. You have the yep. Wonder Woman scene with the bank um Aquaman you have the rescu- rescuing the fishermen Where where's that for Batman and Superman? They don't they don't right, get those yeah. moments like Well I that's think that's the, hmm. mo- the one thing I wish uh made it from the weeden cut is the scene where Batman takes down a Parademon and like there's Gotham is confused cuz they think Batman is the Parademon because he's spooky and those things are spooky right. too. I wish that right. scene would have been reworked and kept cuz I wanted more wanted Batman to have that moment that I feel like everyone else had.
0: Well, I feel like that's partly because obviously Batman, we've seen more of him than any other DC hero in, you know, movies just in general. And also Batman and Superman had their whole own movie, you know, last time. So they, we've already seen them a lot on screen. So it's kind of giving the newer characters like flash and cyborg a lot more, for their like origin stories and stuff. But I could definitely see like, I I feel like Batman's kind of the glue that holds everyone together in this movie. I think that's again,
2: a bottom line problem with this universe, which was Zach's decision to go. And We've talked about it. You don't need to see the superhero origin. I like that. He goes, it's an older Batman. We're in this world, but he never earns himself to the audience. Like Joe's saying, he never has that moment where we're like, this is our Batman. Instead. It's, this right. should be your I, Batman. Yeah. Look at him; it's my Batman. But, you go. I don't know. But do you there. think
3: just, it- just just give me a scene where he's like taking out Killer Croc or you know Clock King or something like like some little one off dumb scene just like the ba- the bank heist and for Batman because we're never mm-hmm. going to see Ben Affleck's Batman again and that right. is a crying shame because I love that suit I love that character design I think he does the character really well I want mm-hmm. more of that and I wish I would have gotten it the same way we got it for everyone else
0: yeah and that's another reason why i think watching bvs before this was was i i liked it because it, i got to see more of ben affleck batman man and i think um yeah he is really good in that role um and then we also get the the nightmare scene of course um so mike you were probably really confused about that um but there a is a scene in, in bvs where he has a a. a post-apocalyptic dream sequence and then he wakes up and then he sees flash in come to him bvs
2: mike where a grown adult has a nightmare and he gets very upset <laughs> about it and he kind of flips out and uh, yeah exactly like jacob said we don't know if it's flash coming we don't know if it's the result of something else why these nightmares occur right. what did you think
3: but the ultimate well, joke of that is like it doesn't even pay off in this movie in this movie there's a scene where he tells wonder woman You know, I was sitting in this chair and Flash came to me and said all this crazy stuff. You know, I had a bad dream I don't know what it meant. (laughs) Something (laughs) darker.
0: It's like, it doesn't even
3: pay off in Justice League. That's setting up for like Justice League. No,
0: yeah. Well, that's the one nightmare scene we get in this is like setting up more that we're never going to see probably. And
1: again, this is Zack Snyder saying, here's everything that I kind of was thinking of before everything went off the rails for one reason or another. And. That's the, the thing that bums me out the most is like I, I didn't love it. I think it's very interesting and it, it's strong in some places and weak in some other places. But it does set up this idea where potentially there was going to be a Justice League 8 where, you know, eventually Darkseid does come and win and that's going to be the real future. It, it's like an interesting idea. Like I like the Joker and Batman teaming up. It's like weird. But I, I don't know
0: about the scene, but I like that idea it's, where it's there's, like, so no other crazy. choice. It's well, just that's so one, crazy. Yeah. That's, like, the one interaction that the Jared Leto Joker has ever had with Ben Affleck Batman, basically. Uh, yeah, you know, they they've existed lines. in the same universe yeah. for, like, six years. Because yeah. there is, we is the were scene in, in Suicide it.
3: Squad where, like, he takes him down, but there's no there's no
0: dialogue.
3: It's literally no just, scene, like, maybe right There away.
0: will be yeah. in the air cut. Coming 2022.
1: Yeah, right, if it's so successful. But Star Wars couldn't do it with the, the original cast in three movies, you know? At ah, right. least Snyder gave us a good conversation with the Joker and Batman of his universe. It was a reshoot. But, you know, hey, interesting scene. It doesn't go anywhere. I don't
3: know. Was it a good
1: conversation? It's the craziest, <laughs> it's craziest conversation I've ever seen on Buckethead. <laughs> when Harley
3: Quinn
2: yeah. died, I fucking <laughs> promised I'd fucking kill you. Hold on. So that brings up a different <laughs> question, though, that I want to talk about. Um, Mike... Having not Mm -hmm. seen the other stuff and having to take this film as an introduction to these other characters, keeping in mind, you've seen Aquaman, okay? To the people who saw this the first time or as it's supposedly intended, this would be your first experience to Arthur. You know, some of the stuff's different. mara has got a British accent. Um, Atlanta (laughs) seems totally
0: different than the Aquaman movie. Her look is better in this though than in the Aquaman movie. Better
2: you dislike the hair, I believe you commented, right? The the
1: crazy Her hair dye is job. so
0: red in the Aquaman solo, it just looks yeah. like it's a bad like it totally looks dyed, which if she's well, the the Aquaman
1: suit looks better in the Aquaman solo because it's green and orange. It's, it's, and it's don't like the, I don't
0: like the comic accurate suit, though, in the wow. movie. Like, oh, get like, out of here. This right. better. Well, I ask you, <laughs> well, how well, does been... it
2: work as introductions to these people? This is the first time yeah, you yeah. see Barry Allen. This is the first time you see Cyborg. Probably the last time. Bray Fisher does not want to do this movie anymore. <laughs> so I, I don't You're, know. Let well, me what start do you think? With,
1: <laughs> I'm going to start with Cyborg because, man, like... This movie is the best backdoor Cyborg Origins film. Totally, like you know, I, he really totally. is the main character. Joe was saying Batman's kind of sidelined, but Cyborg really is to me the main character of this movie. Again, I couldn't care less about him. I don't watch the Justice League, but after watching this, like I, I like his character. I like the arc that he has in this. Apparently, that wasn't in. Uh, 2017. So oh, no, no, I don't sh- me. it's my favorite character.
0: No, he's got a great origin story and it was completely cut out. He just kind of shows up and then he's like, all right, let's do this. I'm a robot man. The I'm not broken
3: line is beautiful. Like that whole mm-hmm. idea is really well executed, really ties the whole thing together. I enjoyed that quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And there's themes too, where it's like, he wants to die. Right. When he becomes a robot, it's like, where's the, how do you, how do you shut me down? Like, I don't want this. And he has to find a reason to live and like a new family. You know, it's like a whole lot. He's got a yeah. very good arc.
0: Yeah. And, and some of those
1: themes are like heavy when you consider what happened in real life.
0: Totally. And his relationship with his father is really good. And his father sacrifices himself to, to help the Justice League, which is also not in the original, um, yeah it just works to mark so well. the box
1: which is clever because they set it up oh it's the hottest thing ever and then i thought his dad just killed himself for no reason yeah, I I'm like that was stupid
0: fucking
2: commit suicide <laughs> i was like that's crazy yeah
1: like oh no he was marking the box that's that's actually a smart thing that was in the huh. script like okay seems right. like he so, didn't need to like kill himself to do
3: that go but it,
1: okay steppenwolf was gonna kill him either way you know. like, if i'm going out i'm going out lasers <laughs> take me to laser town dude Yep, yep. So well, the Mother Box created Cyborg and killed his father. Interesting. Well, I thought Cyborg was the best part of the original cut
2: as well. This one, he's so much more mm. fleshed out, it's amazing. Joe, irony. Now, DC Comics, the way Justice League usually is, it's Green Lantern, it's not necessarily Cyborg, it's Martian Manhunter, it's not necessarily Cyborg. When New 52 came about, Jeff Johns, writer and creator of that universe, wanted Green Lantern to come back so much that they got rid of Jon Stewart put in Hal Jordan and they kind of said you need some diversity representation he was the one who pushed forward putting Cyborg in Justice League now we know Joe Ray Fisher not a big fan of Jeff Johns Um, no absolutely hates him is that crazy I mean I thought he did a lot of justice to his version I I thought Ray was great right
3: yeah I thought Ray was really strong I think He's one of the best written characters in there. Like, I think, uh, Cyborg and Flash, I think, were the best backdoored here. And they were the only mm-hmm. ones who, at the time, didn't have anything on the docket. Like, Aquaman was on the docket. Uh, Wonder Woman had already happened, or, yeah, Wonder Woman had already happened. Batman versus Superman right. had already happened. So, like, those two, I think, you spent the most time with for a reason. Um, and in the movie, or in the theatrical cut, it's the complete opposite. So, like, Again, yeah, like, I, mean, are- I I watched it twice. Like, I was really excited to re-watch the Flash scenes and and the Cyborg scenes. And I remember, like, you know, I was writing some other stuff. And then when certain scenes came up, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to close. I'm going to watch it for 10 minutes. Oh, we're going back to just, like, talking in, in the Sad Boy Lake house. I'm going to go back to what I was doing before. <laughs>
1: that was yeah. my college house was the Sad Boy Lake house. Yeah, uh, Sad Boy yeah. Lake house,
3: dog. Give me them frosted <laughs> yeah. glass walls. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think the Flash works too. Yeah, Jacob, I don't know if you have any thoughts on some of these character introductions. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I've the Flash has always been one of my favorite characters. Like Batman and the Flash are like my favorite DC characters. So seeing some more Flash stuff is always good. I'm not a huge fan of um, like the actor that plays the Flash in this. I don't know Ezra if they're still Miller. doing the... Ezra Miller, yeah. I mean, uh, he was in Fantastic obviously Grindelwald Beasts. too. And he, I, I hated him in that. Yeah, no, he's
3: in your favorite movie on your, based on your third favorite, uh, book series from when you were a kid. Yep. Yep.
0: Right. Um, <laughs> but it was cool. And what I especially like about the flash in this movie is that when he, so obviously they do the slow-mo thing that they've done that, you know, X-Men did with, with Quicksilver. So it's kind of been done before, but obviously Zack Snyder loves some some slow-mo, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a perfect, uh, you know mixture but at the same time if every character has their own slow-mo scenes and it kind of takes away you know the the uniqueness of flash slow-mo uh at the same time i still did like the scenes like when with iris west um and i like the when he when he starts running fast or doing something fast there's like effects on the world like there's lightning and like he rips out of his shoes and stuff i really like how there's like destruction around him when when because if, if you're moving it that fast, like certain things would happen like that, right? So I thought that was a cool detail mm-hmm. as well. I watched the
3: Iris West scene three times because out of context, there's like the funniest fucking moment ever. Again, it's it's out of place music in slow-mo. Hot dogs. And, and he, yeah, he's looking at her and he's like staring at her and being like, oh, this is a pretty girl. I'm having a moment <laughs> with her that she'll never know about. And then he just like reaches up, takes a hot dog <laughs> And puts it in his pocket. Oh, wow. Someone's going to see that clip in 50 years and be like, yo, what the fuck were they doing back in 2021? So he can make a little quip
0: at the end where he's like, (laughs) I brought meat snack the dog. That's right. So
3: fucking weird. It's it's just out of context. You just take those moments where staring at the woman, hot dog. (laughs) Like he's fucking Homer Simpson. (laughs) It was so funny.
1: Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just seeing the flash in live action, like I prefer the T V flash Grant Gus in better, but uh it's still cool to see the eh,
2: Jacob, it. I prefer the big budget when he does the speed force reversal of time at the end and Zack Snyder, a guy who has an eye for a frame, decides that the speed force looks like the universe, you know, Cosmos, endless space, yes. and him running as the bricks reform underneath him. I'm I'm fucking blown away. I love that scene. Even, That's
0: one of the best parts of the movie for me. Is that climax with agreed uh, him running? You know, kind of almost like going in time or whatever. Where they you know he's running faster than the speed of light, so it's you can't even past, see the ground past, before he steps past. on it. It's the present. I thought present, that was a really present. cool climax, and the whole climactic yeah. scene of each each of the, you know them get, kind of getting a moment to defeat Steppenwolf is really cool.
3: Part, part four, don't do don't give me a reach around Batman. you got to be kidding me,
0: Colin. <laughs> I don't that's think right, so, right.
2: Joe. It does have one part of two. the better third acts for a film whose third act happens three hours into it. Um, and oh, Joe, man. you're saying Batman doesn't have enough to do. Batmobile stuff, climbing up, shooting people. He's got the cool gauntlet that absorbs energy that Jeremy Irons probably um, made to help him kill Superman in the last movie. Yeah. No, he
3: made it after he met Wonder Woman and saw what her gauntlets did, uh, which is why there's the quip of like, "Oh, maybe you should make him a lasso in black." Of course, damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the biggest losses of Batfleck, which I you know more than anything, I just wish we could have a Batfleck movie. I'm excited for the Robert Pattinson movie. I really am. But I, I, my thesis of this episode when I get to it, like I'll call back to this moment right now. Like I'm, like I'm the Snyder cut
1: myself. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
2: you've yeah, gone back in I, time. I really like that you've gone back too far I
1: would have, I would have made the whole um, suit out of that material but <laughs> well, yeah, that's just it's me it's really expensive uh, if if are are rich Here, here's one thing I, 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 it's Jeremy Irons right or Jeffrey? Jeremy I Irons, Jeremy. Jeremy Irons yeah. yeah that was the he point of in, in the yeah he was in the D&D movie he's probably his best yeah. role he's, he's great yeah he's always ce- uh doing
0: scenery he's always Dragons. in fancy movies but a lot. he's,
1: he's kind of like He's like Lucius Fox and Alfred in this, though. So he's like inventing shit and being Alfred. An Al- you know? He's an
3: Alfred who's been doing this for Bruce for like yeah. 30 years. Like, this is not his first rodeo. He's like, oh, okay, aliens? Yeah. Wow, we'll make super
0: gauntlets. Yeah, he's a great. Yeah, and I, I don't mind it. I mean, I, I like it.
1: him anyway. Yeah,
0: I think it's uh, fun. It's a fun take on it for sure. He also got some more scenes in this movie, too.
2: I Jacob I'm amazed Mm. that Joss Whedon cut out so much stuff where I'm like but this answers questions that your movie sets up is just little dialogue that his Alfred has I, I would argue since Darren Aronofsky was doing a year one they've been obsessed with this idea of what if there was an Alfred that was also the mechanic of it. it is cool. Uh, Jeremy Irons is not my favorite Alfred this is, mm. I, I love Bad Fleck, but this is, it's the little jokes I mean, of this is yeah. the guy I work for, yeah that is funny but it's it's not enough for me
1: I like it more than Michael Caine Why Cain? Aquaman wow. go to an island of the Caribbean? I do like Michael Caine <laughs> uh, for, for my, <laughs> yeah I like Jeremy
0: Irons
3: a lot I, Michael Caine's too soft for an Alfred, if that makes sense like I like an Alfred who's involved uh-huh. in it and a little like Stern or a little yeah. like I don't know. Like Alfred was a, a warm. Hey, I, I like, like yeah. Michael
2: Go yelling at uh, uh, yeah. uh, you know in Tim Burton films I'll about how old the everybody is. <laughs> <Yeah>. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but we see uh,
0: you know we see Jeremy Irons and in Batfleck's relationship going back to Batman v Superman, and uh, I do like their dynamic because because um, Batfleck is kind of the almost like getting too old for this shit kind of Batman where he's they've totally. been doing it for twenty years together, so they have that rapport that I think works no. really well.
3: And he, he's, and he he's lost the most his, uh, that feels protégé, like a you know, right? surrogate father, which is like one of those things in the relationship that's not featured enough in the movies because in the movies they always just highlight that he's like sad orphan boy. Yeah. They don't highlight the fact that like he's found a second father in Alfred and how important that relationship is.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's the only one.
1: He's kind of like just the help a lot of times. He's right. the
2: only one, Joe, who is not afraid he will die on the job. He's afraid he will drink himself to death, Bruce Wayne
3: yeah it's a weird bruce man it's a <laughs> yeah like, it's a weird bruce all the way back to batman versus superman though because there's a scene where he wakes up and there's a woman next to him and like like batman is like notoriously a sad lonely lonely boy like that's he's right. not like sleeping with a super like she would not be spending the night well, would be like excuse me you need to leave i have to brood now
1: <laughs> that's just to keep up his playboy image right. that the, no. the, the
0: public's used to right he doesn't
1: I even know. he has like it, it's the alter ego is actually bruce wayne right and batman's the real guy yeah that's true that's right i think
0: like yeah even in bvs he has a line where he's like oh i'm older now than my father ever was um so he's kind of like hunters. almost expected to die on the job and is like disappointed that he mm-hmm. hasn't yet <laughs> um
1: even on the final climax you're talking about this earlier it's like He's like, I'm, I'm gonna do some shit. Uh I'm gonna just kill keep, myself keep mission, even if I'm in trouble. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just want to die. Totally. So but I, though, I think uh, he what
0: does
3: the dome doesn't go down. Oh the dome will go down. Trust
0: me. But Joe, you say uh you, you <laughs> okay. say Bat you know, Batman doesn't get enough to do in this movie, but I say he does have a good arc over the two movies that he's in where he it's about him, you know, learning to believe in others and put faith in others, whereas yeah. before he's just oh, like yeah. a complete fighter.
3: I'll, yeah. I'll I'll give him that. Like I'll give him the arc. I'll give him enough scenes. What I wanted is one where in Gotham City you see the Bat Signal, you see Batman swoop down and stop a mugging. Like I wanted one unguilt filled yeah. hero moment for this Batman because we'll never see it
2: otherwise. Joe, the epilogue. Right. You mm-hmm. know the the um, original pitch. You were talking about the Comic Con appearance, Zack Snyder, when he makes the announcement, he comes out. He reads the Frank Miller book. The one thing I want you to remember is that I kicked your ass. You know, the the big Batman quote. He's a guy who's obsessed with The Dark Knight Returns. How about the final scene where he's on top of the bat tank? You see the mutants have been beat up or whatever. It's not an action scene, but that's a a callback to something. Yeah, that's a
3: callback to something. Also, it's like he didn't kill him. Like, he's got the bad guys tied up. I don't know. Like, Frank Miller's Batman is not my favorite Batman. Like, I really wish, like, he was... Like more into like Neil Adams and like, sure. you know, like, like not the, that's, that's not true to Snyder though. So I can't complain too much. I don't know.
1: I mean, uh, he's, he's, I like that they show a Batman that is like, I've never, cause I've always seen solo Batman films where he's like, so reliant on his technology to kind of pull his weight. You know, he just got to knock harder and more rockets and he's got a gun, right? It's like, he, he really doesn't fit in amongst these new gods and that's not like a knock on him like it's just interesting to see how he keeps up you know by taking out the parademons with like grenades and all this tech you do get a lot of that in the final climax but it would have been great to have just a batman scene and maybe comes up getting too old for this shit yeah i I just wanted the the
3: equivalent of the bank scene and the the iris west scene for for batman and that is literally just because like i loved this take on batman
2: and i wish he would have gotten his moment in the moonlight. Yeah. Can we go to the mm. opposite side of the coin then? You're talking about somebody who's introduced at the beginning. How about somebody who's introduced in the first scene and then you don't see for two hours and 40 minutes in it? Henry Cavill's Superman kicked off this entire universe. You would hope Justice League would be a little about him, Jacob. He maybe has three scenes in this movie. What did you think yeah. of Superman? <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, he doesn't have. He doesn't get a lot to do in this movie. He's, I think, he first shows up like two and a half hours in, or something crazy like that, of a four-hour. So basically, an entire long movie's length before Batman or before Superman shows up.
1: The, the Deathly Hallows Part yeah. One. <laughs> it, it ends with him exactly. Voldemort.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, exactly. he comes out. And he's, <laughs> and he's angry. Right.
0: But I mean, like you know, obviously he died in Batman v Superman, and a big story that. A big problem that DC's always had is that when Superman is there, like any threat is not really a threat because Superman can easily. Like when he shows up, he kicks Seven Wolves' ass in like a second. So it's like, they say that in this movie, movie.
2: Jacob, their argument is the only reason Darkseid's never come here is because the mother boxes were scared of Superman. We need him back if we have any chance.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what happened before Superman? Existed on Earth. Why? Why couldn't they come then? I don't know. But they had Zeus.
1: <laughs> Plot holes, obviously. Zeus. Yeah, they, uh, they did have Zeus. You're right.
0: They they did.
1: Don't worry. I mean, right, but like I mean, like Zeus. you know, 20
0: years ago or something before before he shows up on Earth, there's like a long stretch where the dark side probably could have shown because him. the After mother Zeus the mother boxes you know. weren't awake yet. Uh, okay. and they needed the mother well, then, don't uh, even start trying to make such that four hour guy. long <laughs> First off, we also stuff. have
2: <laughs> dark side who gets beaten up and forced to leave the planet and then takes his rage out on everyone else like what do you mean you lost it's like dark side yeah. you
1: lost I'm too a thousand
2: you. years ago what are you
1: talking about <laughs> you, you, you take an axe you never to the put throat a- <laughs> But like, you can't even say, hey, mark that yeah. on a map. We'll be back. You <laughs> know, yeah. before you pass right. it out. We'll They be also in. forgot we'll the, the mother boxes. Down.
0: Oh, let's not grab those very important pieces they, of technology. They,
1: <laughs> they never kept track of their location with their spaceships. Yeah, a little, little silly. It is funny, though. I kept texting you guys. You said two hours, some odd, Superman comes back to life. You know, I, I, I would update you. One hour in, still waiting for the movie to start. <laughs> two hours in, still waiting for the movie to start. Right, and then finally, once the team gets together, because up to that point, the whole movie is like Yeah, we really can't do shit without Superman. So it's interesting that there's this Justice League that's completely useless (laughs) without Superman. But that's what I mean is like a lot of
0: times you have to have contrived ways for Superman to be occupied so that he can't come in and immediately defeat the villain. So he kind of takes his time. Even when he comes back to life, he's having a moment with Lois while they're all doing their thing. He says,
2: says, I need to make my (laughs) own (laughs) own choices now in this life. I'm going to do things my way this time. Jacob, you just said you watch BVS and all that stuff. Given what we know about this guy, what has changed post-resurrection for him? All he does is go put on a black suit and do exactly the same things he's been doing for the past two movies.
0: Right. And this character, he's always been kind of conflicted between, you know, people want him to be a certain thing, but then his parents keep telling him, like, no, just do whatever you want. Fuck like, the you world. Know, <laughs> you don't owe this world anything, is what Fuck Martha Kent says in, in BVS. So it's like... Kill them all. You know, what did change after he died? Nothing really. Like, he's still doing what he wants. Yeah.
1: and <laughs> Well, he might
0: be a papa. Yeah, I, He might maybe. be a papa soon. Mike, what do you think he's of the character,
2: test? Henry Cavill, as this character, for the little bit you did get to see?
1: So, again, um, not being too familiar with the previous movies and, like, everyone's talking about Zack Schneider's brooding universe and it's like, oh, this Batman or this Superman doesn't really want to be the savior of humanity. Sick of it, right? Get these freaking mortals out of here. Like, if I'm reading that right. So then by the end of this, for him to die and then come back and be like, you know what? Like, I could probably do a better job of being space Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, give it a better time know, in like the, the that, New Testament. But, Mike! Yeah. And then like, you know, Batman, too, has faith or hope. Whatever I think the line is faith. So it's like there's, there's a line of going from being brooding to more I, hopeful. Mike, which is like, the oh, first, first same line, Batman there all along.
2: but the first line Superman, real Superman in his black suit has is he gets hit by an axe in the neck and he says not impressed. That is to violence that right. is being committed to him. That is not an
1: edgy brooding Superman to you. Well, it is, but he does. First of all, that's my review of the first half of the movie. (laughs) Not impressed. (laughs) But uh, I I mean, I think by the end, because he's like, I have a second chance. I'm not going to waste it again. I think there's themes. Maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it, but tied to like what, you know, happened, unfortunately, with Zack Snyder's family. You know, it's like you had to make the choice to have something to live for. Right. And to try to be better. Cyborg goes through it. Batman does. Superman does. Maybe it's deeper than I think. Uh, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like yeah. that messaging where people who kind of over it finding reasons to continue. To right? for.
0: Yeah, I think that you know we get the mm-hmm. the right amount of Superman in this movie because we've already seen he already had Man of Steel. He was a big part of BVS, and I think both him and Bruce Wayne go through a, kind of a similar arc where in the, in BVS they both don't trust anyone and they're both just trying to. Stop the other one because they're both, both think that they should be like the martyr for Earth and be protector of Earth. Uh, And then obviously, in the end, they learn to work together, which they probably should have done earlier, but they were both too stubborn. So
3: they really only learn that when he's like about to die. So,
0: yeah, I don't like that. Really, that's why I say Batman is like a complete chump in BVS because he just gets tricked so hard when it was so obvious that, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, like you could have been working with Superman, yeah. I do like, you know, like in the theatrical cut when when Superman comes back to life. He has that dig at BVS where he says, do <laughs> yeah. you bleed? And there's that whole scene. That's obviously weird, gone in this cut, too.
3: Do you bleed? And he's got, yeah. you know, like a It's like a different cover. mouth is moving. Yeah. It's like over here. Uh, Jacob, I think you would feel differently if Superman was your favorite character about having the right amount of Superman in this movie. Agreed. Um, yeah. Personally, like, I'm fine with the amount of Superman. I wish he would take the cape off and just have the black suit. Uh, no cape, like the 90s Superman style. look. He said he yeah. wanted to do the, then, the mullet, uh, Joe. I would have I loved <laughs> that, dude. That would have made me so happy. Henry Cavill. Two, two Superman yeah. changes I would make. Give him the mullet, give him or take the cape away, and then at the end when you get the classic Christopher Reeves homage to like opening up the suit, should have been red and blue, man. Yeah, been red and blue. why
0: black? I like the black suit, though. Yeah. I
1: like the black suit. No, I do, and here's a fun fact about the black suit that I learned is... You know, you know, you wear a black T-shirt and it absorbs sure. the sunlight and you get hot easier. Apparently, the black suit is able to make him heal yes. faster because it absorbs solar the sunlight. Regeneration so it has like a practical... Yeah. In the comics, yeah. he puts that it's suit awesome. on
3: after he dies and comes back, just like the movie. Like, a lot of that is Which comic is awesome. accurate. But he's already said Once in Justice League 2 and Justice League 3, he would have gone back to the red and blue. Because as we see really? in the Nightmare universe of uh, flash forwards and stuff like that, it is the red and blue. I just wish that final homage would have been red and blue. Just should yeah, have been. He's,
0: it's
1: he's out it's of not worth the saying the suit. intended
2: plans. There's a lot of stuff he's put out there for what two and three would have been. You can look at the pictures, the screenshots of the storyboards as they go through. To me, he says exactly what you're saying, Joe, that it's not until he's succumbed to the anti-life equation that you would ever see Superman put on his original suit once he becomes a villain to me, that is further evidence. Zack Snyder just does not understand Superman. Yeah, he just does it. not like the You're, character yeah. at the end of the day. He yeah, likes that right. He's strong. He's you never like, built. Oh.
0: <laughs> Even I think when he took on Man of Steel, he Dude. really wanted to make a Batman movie. But, you know, so he basically made a Superman movie that was a Batman movie. I think so. Um, and that's mm-hmm. kind of Even always then, how he felt. He would
3: have made it wrong because the right way to end that movie would have been, no, I won't kill you. I have to trap you in the Phantomverse. Like,
0: right. Right. Totally.
3: the Phantom Zone.
0: What I do like about this movie, though, even in that last scene where, so, you know, Batman and Joker have the scene together and Batman says he's going to kill the Joker. What I like about that, though, is that he's not killing the Joker. And immediately after he says that, the Joker's like, oh, you almost had me there, but I don't think you're actually going to kill me. (laughs) So he's still kind of staying true to that. And I also like that it wasn't the standard like, oh, I'm just like you, Batman, like the Heath Ledger era joker like it's kind of a spin on that but it's two different sides of the same yeah coin. Ah, ah, <laughs> this is the first one
2: to be we're ah, not ah, two ah, sides ah. of the same coin i am in love with you yeah they <laughs> don't they don't run from it at all he offers him yeah. a Like <laughs> it's,
3: it's, it's very they explicitly explicit. say, i will fuck
1: you it was an amber Heard. you've never lost someone you loved and then they just cut to <laughs> the <Joker right laughs> oh my <right>. god <laughs>
0: and i'm like that's the man batman loves that's so great. i actually yeah. really like that that He's joker interaction even with the very funny lines of like him giving wow. reach around jared but...
2: leto's joker is your favorite joker jacob that's what you're admitting
3: right Well, he's here totally on different on I just
0: that. he's playing way. him totally different in this than he did like in suicide squad too so i do like this version better
3: normie's like, a, like his uh police badges. You know, the snyder cut episode uh chapter 14 i do <laughs> like that he offers to give batman a reach around <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Here's the thing with those epilogues, though. They do hint at like maybe Zack Snyder doesn't understand Superman or whatever, but he just wants to tell the grim, dark version of this universe. And it's like, damn, all right. Well, I'm kind of along. like I'm in for it. It's never going to happen. But at the end of watching
2: Mad Max Batman, that's the interesting question, because Mike restore the Snyder. People say, should it continue? Let him go on. Let him at least Mm. make another one of these. I was having a conversation with Jacob. Where you were saying, Jacob, well, when that movie ends, don't you want to see more? Don't you? Don't you? I mean, you got to see what happens with Darkseid and Invading Earth and stuff. Agreed. I do want to see all that stuff. I don't agree that it should be this restored, you know, let him have control, let him do these things. The only reason I feel that way, and I think other people too, is because this movie is the first DC movie that feels like it takes place in a living, breathing world. You know, all the other ones are like, I don't know, this is an Aquaman movie. No way could anybody else show up. This one, I'm like, oh yeah, Darkseid could do anything and Bulba could do this. I would love to see something where, you know, there's three more characters introduced in a Justice League 2. I fear oh, that they're the never going to get the there. Again. Manhunter, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. what a reveal. <laughs> no, I agree yes, where yes. this
0: movie, you know, feels like it's the first time it feels like one of those animated DC movies where. You know, people could show up. Like the Justice League is a thing that exists, and Absolutely. you know, members come in and out on like a rotational basis a lot. In those, I mean, justice we see League a, shows. a
3: dead Kilowog in chairs. the uh, you know Madness. nightmare verse. So
0: yeah, the Green
3: Lantern. The, yeah the the Green Lantern. He's laying okay, dead, yeah. and you know, the Hall of Justice is there. Like I don't know, yeah. like Superman my, my cradles a
2: skeleton. N- <laughs> Just go like, oh yeah, baby, give it to me.
3: My so feelings I, I, about the nightmare verse really tie into my final thoughts, so like I'm gonna abstain from that from now because I feel like it's right. all one okay, big gotcha. piece.
0: I wouldn't necessarily want a whole nightmare verse no movie, way. but I would want a, like a direct continuation of this, where the Justice League has been established, bring in Martian Manhunter, bringing Green Lanterns, you know, bring in Blue Beetle, you know, cast our guy Miguel I from the legwork's done,
2: it's the first time it feels like somebody has done something like,
1: oh, it's right. on its
0: own feet, like there it is. Right, right.
1: It just took yeah, four years and four and so hours, many swings at it, but bat. we've done it. You know,
0: I mean, yeah, it's like they tried to emulate yeah, yeah. the Marvel, uh you know, what Marvel did, and they realized like they kind of did it, but just in a very rushed way, and it didn't work out. But now they're kind of at the place where Marvel was after Avengers one, so they could go from there. But I don't think they will, obviously.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah and I don't think it should be restored. Um, Restore it. You know what I mean? It's like this no. is. No, this is just an anomaly, right? And honestly, you could lop off the entire epilogue. That'll save you about 25 minutes right there. When they're standing triumphantly after... Defeating Got Steppenwolf, right. that's the end of your film, right? No, dog. Yeah. No.
3: Okay? I need to see an alien <laughs> fly down to Batman's Sad Boy Lake Lakehouse. Uh, can I help <laughs> you? Glass? Yeah. Hey, uh, Oh, I just guess so I'll see, you know, see you around. I think oh, your mom me, and dad would be very proud of you. I think you're a good boy, and <laughs> your mom and dad that. would love you very much. <laughs> anyway, um... <I> know <laughs> Thank you've never you. Seen Thank before. you, Mr. Alien. Wait, you said your name was The Manhunter?
0: Bang, bang! The Manhunter... It's a very threatening name if you've never met Get that character before. But as a DC fan, I did love seeing, you know, John Jones uh, in there. I know that um, he, he wanted to actually, Zack Snyder wanted to put Green Lantern in there. He wanted to put John Stewart Green Lantern. That didn't work out, so he added Martian Manhunter instead. But I loved it. And that character that he, he's playing has been in the these movies since Man of Steel. And he was in BVS mm-hmm. Um the attorney yeah. general or whatever. And he
1: thought the best way he could help was to have coffee <laughs> with Lois Lane.
0: Madness. I thought Manhattan. that was funny <laughs> because, you know, Lois at one point is going to That's talk the to thing he can the do real right now? Martha and be like, hey, thanks for coming to talk to me that one yeah, time. Yeah, you really talked me out of a dark place and
3: she's going to be like, what? Why are you at my farm?
0: <laughs> yeah, but doesn't he have like powers?
1: Like, shouldn't he be using those instead yeah. of just... I assume he bang, I read Mrs. Right.
2: Kent's mind to do all that. I, I think he's <laughs> using them.
1: Yeah, he didn't help out
0: in the climactic fight, but after he saw, he was inspired, and he's like, you know what? Maybe I will help you guys next day.
3: Sad Lake boy, you did it right. Your mom and dad, they would love you. That was
1: cool how you used that box. That was pretty clever. (laughs) I dig it.
0: Okay. Okay. By going back credits. to sleep going to have a nightmare again yeah. yeah, a
1: whole movie about an alien <laughs> yeah.
0: existing
2: threatened my entire universe but you a big green guy called the manhunter talk to you
0: later <laughs> he just
3: showed up at my house that, just, that just shows right how much he's grown joker reach around fantasy
0: <laughs> and learn to accept people and put faith <laughs> in them you know that's right um Oh man. No, he, he hadn't had his Duncan yet, so you know he's still yeah, classic bet.
3: <laughs> Make no mistake. I'll fucking kill
0: you. <laughs> All
2: <That's> right. Crazy. <laughs> I think we're winding oh, down man. here. Let's dive into our final thoughts. We'll jump over there. Final thoughts, Zack Snyder's Justice League on normies like us.
3: Remember when they like sang in like Finnish for like fifteen host minutes? Aquaman. No <laughs>
0: All right, and see you later.
1: Like, <laughs> right <up Aquaman's> sweater. <laughs> yeah. Why did that happen? Hey, why did you I can't throw that. that shirt into the ocean? <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> I'm going to litter this bottle. I love the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. That's so I got to say, yeah, real quick. The ancient lamentation music. How many? Did you have subtitles on? Because anytime did one, one woman does anything, it says- now. I always watch with subtitles. Yeah, it says ancient lamentation music. Ancient lamentations. Where it goes, oh, those chants. <laughs> or triumphant okay. music. They would do because that Because every too. time That's
0: she uh, came on screen, those chants So are. there's a big and meme the... now
1: where people just posting yeah.
0: ancient lamentation music plays. Ancient lamentation under everything, but anyway, <laughs> crazy. Well, here's the thing: I do like the Wonder Woman score with like the guitars it that is come my in. Like that's theme. a really cool song. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they should have done that instead of the ancient lamentations more. <laughs>
1: no dog, ancient lamentations for life. Yeah, hell yeah dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what they do. Yeah, yeah, dude. What do you lamentate? It's you me. let
1: lamentate <laughs> anciently.
0: That's what look, I'm
1: saying. Look,
3: I'm a weirdo. Okay, I have a hot dog in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm not normal. Do you see my hat?
1: Right. So I have a question before we do final thoughts here. Everybody, does everybody hate their parents in these movies? Because you got Cyborg hates it his parents. Up. Barry Allen's got a strained relationship with his parents. Batman's got no parents. Superman's got no parents. We got, we got mother boxes, Martha boxes. I don't know what they're, you know, what we're doing here. But <laughs> there's boxes. a lot of parentage themes here. Is that totally. intentional?
0: Even the chapter titles when it's like beloved son, beloved mother. The father one, twice and over. Father twice over. Yeah. Every every male superhero I think has has daddy issues in this movie basically. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so that's cool. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's sick. Zach, are you? <laughs> uh, call your dad. Uh,
2: his mom <laughs> passed away a couple years before mm. I think he made Men of Steel. Um, okay. I don't know. Again, you feel for the guy. Tragic. This run, is a yeah. triumph. We're very impressed. This came out. It seems like it's a dead end, you know, uh t has used the cul-de-sac metaphor, this leads nowhere. It's an amazing detour. We got to give that up right guys. Like it is mm-hmm. truly we we laughed off pot about Blade Runner the final cut or um you know, it was, uh, what was what is some I mean, other
1: yeah, you know, fan cut. Like there's been a sure. lot of recuts of stuff for the extended editions of Lord of the Rings. Say that's what it gets most compared to, I think.
0: One I I wanted to check out recently that I was reading about is there's this movie called Kingdom of Heaven right and apparently there's a theat- there's a Ridley director's Scott. cut of Kingdom of Heaven that's like uh s- s- yeah Ridley Scott directed and apparently the director's cut is s- so much better than the theatrical cut it's like almost a different movie so it's lo- very similar to this I think hmm. the
1: other situation um, but yeah
0: Ridley Scott obviously famous for doing that with Blade Runner as well yeah yeah, yeah. yes and,
1: and I'm saying it's the, the other tr- you want to go ahead.
2: I was just going to say it's interesting on the flip coin of that, if we're in the Alien franchise still, David Fincher. David Fincher's Alien 3 is a movie where people say, make your director's cut, own that, own that, own that. And that's a director who says, I quit when I quit. Like, if if something starts to not go my way, I can afford to walk away from it and just say, no, Alien 3 is not my movie. It's almost an Alan Smithy to him, right? Mm. It is impressive that Zack Snyder goes... I can't give up on any of this. He's he's done all these quotes where he says, "Those are my friends, those
1: people who made that movie."
2: I hate that they even had to go through an awkward situation with Joss, you know, and this this bad stuff that's sort of coming out.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a situation where I don't think we'll see anything like it again because the movie was basically finished. There's, you know, tragedy, he removes himself, you know, maybe with some studio disagreements, right? Mike, there's the HBO Max of
2: it all. The fact that when it was announced in May, that was before Warner Brothers had done their deal of day in mm. picture. You know, the fact that they were taking theater releases to your living room at the same time. They needed content on HBO Max. I think this was a great opportunity for them to say we had something in the vault that, like you said, we could spend a little bit of money on to get movie quality um, you know, effects and and just a look out of it and all. And it's it paid off for them, I think it will.
1: Yeah. And and I think distinct from, you know, another fantastic superhero movie that had a lot of fan influence, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) that's, (laughs) That's more of a scenario where, you know, the fans are trying to complain and get something changed from the studio side. This is where an artist had a vision that was kind of rested from him for one reason or another. And now he's finally getting to finish it. It is a bit of a, a love letter to the fans, but it's not like the fans demanding a change in a film. It's really letting the artist create right. their vision.
0: Yeah. But also at the same time, there was a big fan contingent of like online where people like, you know, release the Snyder make cut. It so happen, yeah. obviously there's a big, yeah. Um, or and, else. You know, it's, it's interesting because they're sort of like a, uh, um, you know, people look down on the, the Snyder, the true Snyder believers for a long time I online. I'll admit
1: it right here. You yeah. heard me.
0: I mean, easily me too. I thought it was the biggest sure, yeah, joke. me too. Yeah. I mean, I and, still do. So. Yeah, I still do. I mean, there's a there's kind of a toxic element to some of it too, where Absolutely. you know some of his his biggest fans were kind of toxic and online got and of the stuff. So. They are
1: high on testosterone and pre workouts. <laughs> That's right. Know. Raging. <laughs> they they yeah. lost a the big game. Their dads aren't talking to them. <laughs> no one's the locker.
0: At the same time, though, I think this was a huge win for Zack Snyder. Um, like you said, he's listening to Dashboard Confessional right now. Vindicated. vindicated. Um, Guys, Jacob, don't me like his anymore, highest okay? film
2: on Rotten Tomatoes he has ever released is Zack Snyder's wow. Justice League.
0: Wow. That was not That's review amazing. bombed. <laughs> yeah. And like, well, yeah, you can say like, oh, that happens with Marvel and Star Wars and stuff where, um, you know, everything's become this like bullshit, like culture war where like, are you uh, are you a Whedon fan or you a Snyder fan? Are you a prequels fan or a sequels fan? Like everything has to be Jesus that way. Side. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like why do we need to do that? You know, like why can't we just people unite? People need to yell at something on YouTube. Right? Wow, are you saying unite the or Normies? The unity. Unite the, the unity. Normies. Yeah.
3: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into my final it. thoughts because I kind of withheld some stuff. Um, you know, earlier I was talking about. Uh, Jeffrey Irons, and I was like, I'm going to pause for a second. And this is me, like, jumping into that moment being like, did I go too far? Am I am I here at the right time? <laughs> I'm really quirky! Um, I really enjoyed this four-hour cut. Uh, I would not call it a movie. I would not enjoy it if the original didn't exist. I would like to see more with some of these elements that work, and I think you should throw out the rest. Um, I, I don't think... DC needs to be Marvel. I think DC's at its best when it lets Zack Snyder do something insane, like make a four-hour cut of a movie where Joker says he's gonna give Batman a reach around. <laughs> like <laughs> that's not flying in any theater in any any circumstance. And if you think so, you're living in a fucking fantasy world. <laughs> um, I wanna see the nightmare verse continued in the comic universe. Like give me Zack Snyder's universe in the comics. Uh, Like, like, let this stuff have a life, but don't make it the end all be all of Justice League or Batman. Uh, let this be Zack Snyder's Justice League. Let this be the Zack Snyder verse and let that continue. But don't stop what you're doing with having fun with characters like Shazam and Aquaman. Don't stop what you're doing by reinventing Batman with a younger actor. And like, I think, you know, there's a lot to be excited about with the with the Robert Pattinson stuff. But I would love to go back to the Bruce Wayne stuff, and I think audiences or the Bruce Wayne, the Batflex stuff. I think audiences are smart enough now to let these things coexist, and I feel like the Snyder Cut is proof of that. And I hope that that's the direction we head in in the future. Nice, nice. And that's it. That's my final thoughts. Totally, well said, sir.
0: Um, yeah. Well, I think you know I agree with you there, Joe. Like I think they can keep what works, and obviously you know they've done that with Wonder Woman, Aquaman, all that stuff maybe they'll still make a flash movie with Ezra Miller. I don't know. They've been making he's, that for like six years, but he's still, it's
3: still happening.
0: <laughs> yeah. So keep it works. I mean, they can keep and like, you like they said, I think even announced in the, like a press release or whatever that like they could might have multiple Batmans coexisting totally. at the same time in movies, which yeah. I think is fine. Yeah. So um, I'd love to see a, a Batfleck movie for sure. Um, but for my final thoughts, like I just want to say, I enjoyed this watching this a lot. Um, is it a great movie? No. Is it like over long and overly long and overly indulgent? Yes. Is it better than the theatrical cut? A hundred percent, absolutely. In like every single way, basically. And I mean, the biggest complaints I had about the theatrical cut were weak villain Steppenwolf, um, too many cringy jokes and whatnot. The tone, the the coloring. And uh, also in the climactic battle, the random Russian family that they, they keep coming oh, to to show like, the human Mike, element. Mike, you do not miss that. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that was terrible. No. I've heard all oh, about just, it. So just imagine, yeah, during the climactic action, if they just ca- kept coming to these random family trying to escape and you know, Flash had to help them escape and everything, all that's gone. So they've addressed all the biggest problems that I had with the theatrical cut and improved it. So 100%, I would say this is a better movie and this is, you know, I've always wanted to see a live action Justice League. Like I like all the Marvel movies and everything, but I am more of a DC guy. So just seeing all that DC lore on the big screen, not, not a huge screen, but you know, my TV is big enough. Um, <laughs> get the one other 55. thing I did, yeah, I got 55 incher, um, the four, three aspect <laughs> ratio, not a fan of that. I just ah. want to say, and it's a personal thing, but um, I like my my movies. wide. Can screen, I ask you baby. a question,
1: Jacob? Are you? Yeah confused by it like do you are you there's a camp of people who think it's cropping the edges right no no i know
0: what it is because it's but he wanted to release it in imax right so it's meant for imax but for home presentation like on hbo max it doesn't make sense like they could have i guess they would have had to crop the top and bottom but um I prefer, you know, widescreen. I say the wider, the better. That's what I'm always saying. Hell yeah, dude. Two, three, five. Give me that. Two, three, five. <laughs> two, three, five. I two, five. love, three, five, I love baby. two, three, five. And I love, you know, Hateful Eight. I don't love that movie, but I love the way it was shot and, and you know, that kind of thing. So um, it's a personal choice. Shooting but, IMAX, uh, they, they could have
1: cropped in. There's a lot of headroom sometimes in these shots. I, I think it could have been widescreen, right. but it didn't bother me. But, it, you know.
0: I do think, you know, I guess he was framing it to work with 4.3 so it makes sense that if that's the way you wanted things framed and I think you did a good job framing things in there but it's you know this is an Instagram it's not the lighthouse you know it's not a black and white <laughs> First indie Cow movie, so. is the
2: movie he said he saw and he kind of modeled it around that First Cow I haven't seen mm-hmm. that hmm. um,
0: I feel like
3: it's also just very much like you know, the whole the whole point of all of this is to stick to the integrity of his vision and that's, right. they weren't going to change the format the to,
1: to do that. Like, yeah, right. just release it. Yeah, we don't care. People are going to watch it. Uh, he wanted to do black and white, though, so at least he didn't go that far. Well, it's there is coming. the Justice is Grey that's going to come
0: coming. out. <laughs> so I, I doubt that I'll rewatch that. With these final the thoughts, you're saying,
1: will you watch yeah. it again? That's a no.
0: I probably would at some point. Like, I could turn it on just to have it on. But again, I I agree with Mike, like the first half is very slow and, and boring at times. And like I said, indulgent, whereas when they come together as a team, that's when it starts to pick up. And I really like that stuff, including the final fight scene, which I thought was awesome when they're all using their powers together. That to me is like what I've always wanted to see from a justice league movie. So that was really cool. So overall, I do think it was worthwhile to watch and to make. So I'm glad it was made. Um, you know, it's the Snyder cut. So I'm, you know, I'm happy it exists. It exists. Uh, and I would love to see a justice league too, but at the same time, I understand why that's probably not possible. Yeah.
2: Normies can't see this unless they watch our video feed. We just started putting up, check that out. But Jacob just held up a uh, cue card that
1: said, can I give you a reach around? So <laughs> put that down. Dude. <laughs> we gotta get our vaccines first, please. Um, if I could jump in here, um, again jacob you just said it is the snyder cut and that's exactly what it is It's someone who has no uh you know personal stakes in the justice league or the dc universe and kind of wrote off Zack snyder as a hack uh, you know that's maybe too harsh but this movie right it is exactly that it's the snyder cut it is full of snyder's tropes and kind of his visual style and his directing style so if you're not a fan of Zack snyder you're probably going to be annoyed by the amount of slow motion and how self-indulgent it can feel and how self-important you get the Jesus references yet, you know? Uh, And if you're annoyed by that, you might be annoyed by this movie, but on the terms of does it succeed in what it's trying to do, which is tell a more cohesive, complete version of the justice league than we got in theaters, tell something that's more tonally consistent with his previous movies and tell something that kind of wraps up at least this chapter of the DCEU I'd say 100% succeeds it's a little long-winded and, and you know tedious at times but it 100% succeeds at what it's trying to do so I think it's good that it exists and I really did not give a shit that it was coming out and I, I did enjoy it I think at the end it was a net positive don't think I'll watch sure. it again could have lost the epilogue it won you but over. yeah if you just play the slow-mo scenes at regular speed you'll probably
0: get it down to three hours Jesus easy
1: Jesus Christ
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And I just want to say one thing about Zack Snyder, too, because I've always heard that he's like a really nice guy, too. So it just seems like I think he's a really nice guy who's kind of dumb, but he has a great eye for composition. And I like a lot of his shots sometimes, even if I don't love his Color palette all the times, but I like that he sticks to his vision, his his you know his own vision. So yeah, I wouldn't say he's kind of uh, dumb. I think he's job.
1: very smart, but he likes big dumb things. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> think I would
3: like, like, compare he's a nice guy, but he's kind of dumb. Well, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. know you know, I don't before, know him personally, but probably but, real um, stupid.
0: Obvious, I think the most obvious comparison, I guess, is Michael Bay, where Michael Bay has a very <sighs> distinct vision. Um, that you know, all of his movies kind of fall into that. Um, he might not. You know, he might not be a dumb guy, but I think he makes dumb guy movies. And that's the same thing with Zack (laughs) Snyder, right?
1: Yeah, but I hold Zack (laughs) Snyder in higher esteem than I do Michael Bay. I do, too.
0: I do, too, 100%.
1: Yeah. Colin, how about you, though? He's an artist with a style. I don't think Mm -hmm. I could ever separate
2: myself from my aesthetic. Honestly, I don't look at the criticism that much. I mean, I've looked. I've looked at the and sort of analyzed the as sort of anyone would do. The sort of negative criticism of my films in the past. I just don't. I just haven't found anything within that criticism that would make me believe or change anything I do. So in that way, it doesn't really affect me. If I felt like there was an issue or some sort of something lacking within the work, and I needed to look at that criticism and reevaluate the way I approach things, that would be a different scenario. But I wouldn't change a frame of anything I've done. So the criticism is just criticism.
0: Hmm. There you go. He's I mean, a man, if, if he's anything, a myth, he's, not, he's a legend. He, he's confident in himself. Yeah, he he's is got confidence in himself. confident in
2: himself to a fault. You know, Mike, you said self-important. I say self-serious. When mm. Joe and Jacob and I got the drunkest I've ever been at a dollar theater and watched <laughs> Dawn of Justice for the first time, that's what we were laughing at, was how important that movie made itself <laughs> feel. What falls is fallen. Right. We must go to the light, a beautiful lie. A
3: beautiful lie. Batman who says if there's
2: even 1% chance that this guy's a bad guy, I got to fucking kill him. (laughs) That's different. It's certainly not what I'm used to. It's certainly not what I expected any of that world to be. Again, I'm just kind of not happy with the guy who got the keys to the kingdom. But I'm happy to walk around the kingdom and see the castles he's built. They're interesting structures and they're easy on the eyes.
1: Hmm, and you could take that's your all time. I got. Yeah, it's a nice slow I stroll.
2: I feel nice bad for him. Ending. I, I've grown on him a lot, you know. Back in the day, I was very anti, but now it's like uh, I'll say this: get out of this. I want to see Army of the Dead. I thought that trailer looked dope as fucking hell. Hell
3: yeah, man! I'm super excited for that. I did that's think that's I heard Vattista. Like
1: I, I watched, you know, some of the interviews about making this, and it's like, yeah, you know, you. you your taste is a little little silly and a little big, and you know, but damn it, man, you know, you do your thing and he does seem like a nice guy. So, you know, Snyder, congratulations on finishing your vision of this thing, you know. Yeah, good on you. Totally. Good this on is a tough, this big podcast is a cheers to him, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure and is. I, I also think, you know, he does know what he's doing, like he's, he's winking at the audience sometimes, like with the, uh, you know, we live in a society oh, in the trailer, God. like they shot oh, yeah. that just to put it in the trailer. So obviously, that's a little like wink and nod at, at his own like self-importance. It's
2: right? more evidence to what I was saying earlier, Jacob, about the fact that it's not just a, a movie for one beast. It it offers multiple uh, people that it falls to. You know, uh, Jared Leto said to him, he he riffs the I'm gonna give you a a reach around joke, and he says, Zach, you wouldn't have the balls to put that in a movie. And Zach says, Oh, you don't think I would? I mean, there <laughs> is a. You know, am I am I a provocateur? I would say yes.
0: You know, he he truly does like to push the buttons. Let's go. No, there's a quote he had, I don't know if you have that written down where he's asked about like his Batman. He's like, you know, or his Superman, like Superman can do anything, or or Batman, you know, he's been seen before in movies and stuff, but my Batman could like go to prison and get raped. Like not everyone can say that. I'm just like You're living in a a fucking fantasy (laughs) world. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think these people can yeah yeah
1: but hey we did it we got the snyder cut we watched it some of us watched it more than once we've analyzed that's it. the success like
2: i would say mm-hmm. to
1: any of the people
2: harassing to to the comments that ann sarnoff president of um uh media over there at warner who's in charge of sort of green lighting these things she said they're not continuing obviously a lot of the backlash is shut up bitch um Let's go ahead and yeah. stop that. Please you know, stop. Let's let's put that toxic behavior away, please.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think there's probably a big overlap between the toxic Snyder Cut fans and the toxic Star Wars fans. I think they fall into the same group similar of circle. online people. I say Trump or, supporters you
2: know too, but we won't go that far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: probably a lot of them. You think I'm not brave enough to say that those guys are probably Trump supporters of my podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking do, do it. Do right it. it. You live in a fucking uh, fantasy world. When she was in right. my arms
2: and I promised her I would fucking kill you, which I fucking will. I mean, it's just like we said, it's a one of a kind. I recommend Normies. Check it out. You know, you want to be part of the pop culture conversation and, and this is going to be how you do it.
1: Yeah, it's one of the big ones. And now that we've kind of made it through the Snyderverse, I can feel the color coming back into my world. Ooh, oh, there it is. We're back to normal now. Wow, what a, what a journey we've had, guys! I just want to thank all the listeners for stopping by the old Snyderverse. It's been fun. Yeah, that's hey, right. That's right. We're gonna
2: be staying in the WB uh, Rainbow for a while. You know, we're gonna be covering Kong and Godzilla coming up. You know, they got some other stuff too. Normies, as always. You can check us out at normies underscore like underscore us to recommend stuff we should talk about. Follow us on social media, rate, review, subscribe. That helps us out a lot. Check out our new video thing. We're, we're doing that, too. We want to give you that content as well. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. Yeah. We're over on the YouTubes now. We got it same place you've been listening. You know you know where to find us on that dial. We're going to be covering a lot of uh, cool stuff in the future. Kong, Falcon, all of it coming up. So be sure to stay tuned.
2: As of course, we've uh, been your hosts. Colin L, no. <laughs> Aquamike,
0: hell yeah. Joe, uh, And this is Jake Snyder coming at you 100%. Let's uh, he's, go.
2: He's doing raps. He's getting stronger. Oh, my God. All right. Bye, Normies. Those all my catchphrases. My
0: percent <laughs> Obviously, that's your catchphrase. That's my catchphrase. Ride
2: ain't over yet.
0: I've got a bunch of other ones, too. See you, Normies. <laughs>